Welcome to Atomic Moms, a modern parenting podcast about the joys and complexities of caring for our children and ourselves. I'm L.A. Noss, and since 2014, and now it's 2019, we've been celebrating and commiserating with world-class experts, best-selling authors, and parents around the world. It's 2019, and we're kicking off this new year with an in-studio conversation with two of my favorite people, Claire Coffey and Bridget Maloney Sinclair. I'm going to give you all a quick primer before we kick off this episode. Uh, You all remember Claire Coffey from our podcast interview, Organized Chaos. She played Adeline on NBC's supernatural show, Grimm, for six seasons. She and her three-year-old son, Calvin, travel the world along with her musician husband, Chris Seeley, whom you know from Nickel Creek, Punch Brothers, and the weekly public radio show live from here with Chris Thiele. They crashed with us over the holidays and having Claire stay with us, uh, she's like the wife I always wanted. There's perfect coffee, meals for my children, have like multiple food groups on one plate. (sighs) And as you all know, when Claire stays at my house, I demand that she gets in the podcast chair. Also joining us is frequent recurring guest Bridget Maloney Sinclair. She has her master's in clinical psychology. She's a commercial actress you've definitely seen on TV, and she's recently been admitted into the American Film Institute's esteemed directing workshop for women. So Adam and I have been super busy. It's been such a fun, crazy experience writing the pilot episode of Because Kids, our sitcom inspired by Atomic Moms podcast and inspired by our family. Uh, We're writing that for ABC So I needed a moment to drop the stress of the holidays, like just catch my breath for a minute. Uh, I know we're all juggling so many things at once. So this is a super fun, silly girlfriend episode. And so we talk about everything from our latest ridiculous beauty rituals to romance novels. And Bridget's in-laws came to town to help her out post-surgery while her husband works out of town. So she gave us that update and uh, we give our favorite kid show suggestions. I know the screen time debate is very heated, and if you want to hear more about the latest studies, check out episode number 160 with Anya Kaminitz, the lead NPR digital education correspondent. Speaking of screen time, are you following us on social media? Join us on Instagram, at Atomic Moms, on Facebook and Twitter, because next week we're talking with passionate social entrepreneur Jack Tatelman. She and her husband, Scott, founded State Bags which I I carry my state bag everywhere I go, actually. They've partnered with everyone from Beyonce to Kevin Durant and are making a huge difference in the lives of children in America. So subscribe on iTunes and leave a written review. It really helps our ranking, which helps new moms find us. Please share the podcast with three friends. I appreciate you. One last thing. In this conversation, Bridget sounds like she's in the bottom of a well. She has been rescued, thankfully. Sorry, Bridget. I don't know what went wrong with your mic. My New York sound engineer, Owen, tried his best to salvage this in post, but let's all focus on what's most important. Claire and I sound great. I'll be right back with Bridget Maloney Sinclair and Claire Coffey. Hi, everybody. Okay, we have so much to catch up on. It's a whole new year. 
It's like halfway through January now. Um, I needed a couple weeks to catch up. So I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing about the holidays, but I'm sure we will still be complaining about them in this episode. I have two of my very best friends sitting across from me. I'm giving Bridget a look because once I introduced her as a best friend and she introduced me back as a very close friend. Oh, it's impossible to come back from that, though. No, yeah, no, no, I'll no, never forget Bridget. it. <laughs> Although Bridget was also the one who texted me when we had that fateful trip to Hawaii for Adam's 40th birthday that we shared on the podcast where um, there was that missile crisis <laughs> when we were on the plane flying to Hawaii. We got there and everyone was shell-shocked. And I got a text from Bridget asking if we were okay, which I was so touched by. And then also, like, moments later, really disheartened that no one else bothered <laughs> to reach out. I made up for it. Like my parents. <laughs> Anyway, I have Bridget Maloney Sinclair sitting across from me. You know her from many, many episodes, uh, too many to go into. And I also have a longtime frequent Atomic Moms <laughs> contributor, Claire Coffey, sitting across from me. You two, uh, the last episode that we actually did all together was December 16th, 2015. Oh, so wow. if anyone wants to go back in the archives, you can hear... Me at my kitchen table. It was one of my first episodes by myself. I was no longer with a podcast network. Bianca was also had left the podcast, and I was at the kitchen table. I hadn't really figured out the technical aspects, so go enjoy that one. But Bridget and Claire were by my side. Um, We did a three-way Skype call actually about the holidays. So full circle, it's 2019. You guys are back. My first question for you all is how do you think our friendship has survived <laughs> our children? Well, uh, it has been strengthened by our children, I think, because you need someone to assure you that you're not losing your mind on a daily basis. And for me, you two are very good. Like when I feel like, is it, is it normal that I want to throw my child across the room? And you will say, it's normal. I know you're not going to do that. But uh, yes, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. All They're feelings hard are accepted. <laughs> All behaviors are not. And you guys were a few years or a couple years ahead of me. So um, <laughs> it was good because you had some, mm-hmm. some there was some good reference. And uh, you could say it gets easier, it gets better. Mm-hmm. And there was proof. Yeah. Has it gotten easier and better? Absolutely. I I had a very challenging, challenging, they all are, but I, I had a very high maintenance baby who's turned into, into a pretty reasonable toddler, I would say. It's so funny to think of Calvin as a toddler because when I watch him, he is so not three years old. He's He acts... Well, emotionally, sometimes. Yeah, emotionally. But, he's emotional. But I have to keep reminding myself yeah. because he's such a little adult at times he's in the way chatty. he talks back. Yeah, yeah he speaks he's to good, us. He's, like a com- he's a good conversationalist. <laughs> he really is. Bridget, how do you think it survived? You know, being close friends, not best friends. <laughs> um, our, our really close friendship is... <laughs> Um, no, I agree. I think also, I think maybe that time I have to apologize. I bit my tongue really hard and it's affecting my speech. So I haven't been drinking. It's just, I like a thick mouth right now. Um, 
but that's for everyone. Um, but I think yes, yes, I think that we talked about maybe the last time we did it all together about having friends who haven't had kids and navigating that. And I think there's a nice plus side is there's like an emotional shorthand with your friends who have children and an understanding that like, it's really hard to have spontaneous plans. And like sometimes lunch during preschool hours is the only way you're going to see someone and all of that. So I think, I think it's, yeah, I think having that in common has helped our friendships maintain so beautifully. I mean, I really love you guys so much. I love you too. Oh, thank you. No. I like you a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so do you feel the January like need for self improvement? Are you guys past that? Are you too tired for that? Like, have the holidays kicked you in the butt so much that you don't feel that? Because I'm starting to rev into this like self improvement thing that happens for me in January. Like clean slate and you can do it better this year sort of thing. Yeah, like or making a list or like checking, going on like the container store website way too many times. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I can't schedule a dermatology appointment till February because I'll like walk out with a new face. Oh, like oh, what oh. What about you guys? Tinkering, tinkering. <laughs> um. I, I am filled with, I, I am always just so excited to have gotten through the holidays. I love it when everybody goes back to work and the routine starts back up again. So for me, I think it's it's not it's I think it's not self-improvement as much as it is like work-wise. Okay, I put off starting that project, mm-hmm. so we're going to start it now. Maybe that's why the holidays make me crazy is because it feels like everything's on pause for 3 weeks and you're just treading water and now we can go back to it. I was really disappointed on the second when my phone didn't start ringing for professional <laughs> yeah. applications and offers. I was like, I know somebody went back to work. Like, my husband went back to work that day. But, like, no no one else did. No, my agents are not in until Monday. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. I mean, my children are at home still. Yeah. I, I'm trying to just sort of be like, it's still vacation. Um that's it's not really true. Well, <clears throat> I have an ABC call in an hour. Yeah, see. Sure. Yeah, you're back. Someone's working. Was, yeah, I was complaining <laughs> about it to my friend uh, who was like, nothing ever happens right now. She is also a television show creator. And sh- and I said, I know, I just felt like some people, my horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> December 21 was going to be a, an important day. And she's like, come on. I mean, I had a notes call at 10 this morning, but blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me to get over it. That's so, so good. It's just for me. So funny. We were writing. This whole thing is so crazy. So for new listeners, my husband and I married 12 years this summer. We're creating a TV show together called Because Kids. It's this multicam sitcom inspired by the podcast. And we had to work on it over break. And then we had the craziest fight about getting it done because he's much more of a last minute guy and he has a ton on his plate. But he, I think, really needs that deadline to push through Mm -hmm. and to get like enough of a lather, like to get lathered up enough to like get the work done. Yeah, you got to buckle down. And I was like, honey, we are going to be at my parents' house with both kids, no child care yeah. really no professional no yeah. professional child yeah. care and yeah. when you have two kids and there's such a huge age gap like it's not yeah. it's very difficult to push them both on my parents and also one of them ended up sick all the whole time but i you know thinking ahead i was like we i wish we could get 
as much done as possible while we have her in school or childcare. Like I could just see that counting down. I think it's the school thing too. Yeah. I just want them in school. Yeah. I want Eliza. I just want to wish away her early childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the it's this it's the stress free or like guilt free going to school, going to preschool, going to daycare. It's like more guilt free because you feel like I feel like his day is being enriched Absolutely. instead of with me where he's going to do errands. He's going to get annoyed. I'm going to let him watch too much TV and we're both going to be totally fried by five o'clock. But when it's with your parents or in-laws, they like the kids still know you're physically there. Oh, so yeah. you're not actually it, it's not really helpful. And depending on your parents and in-laws helping style, it's just it's hard. Like you start feeling guilty. I start feeling guilty. But. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. My in-laws are in town. Yeah, you want to share a little bit about that, Bridget? <laughs> My father-in-law just was like, what's the podcast called? So now he's subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a subscriber. Although I'm not sure he knows. Well, he yesterday, I I was like, is this, this is like peak certain type of baby boomer. We were chatting and he then said to his cell phone, hey Siri, how old is Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> He's very excited about the exploratory committee. Oh, is he? (laughs) (laughs) We have very different families. Oh, yeah. I've seen a good liberal state of They, uh, no, on that note, my mother-in-law, I started to talk about this earlier, not on the air, but my mother-in-law wears hearing aids in both ears and has since her 30s. And she has these new Bluetooth hearing aids and she syncs them to the msnbc app on her phone so she just walks around <laughs> our house with rachel maddow in her ears. and sometimes she'll like turn around and be like lawrence o'donnell had a great point <laughs> and, back to it. and it took a long time like for a while it's like oh my god my mother-in-law keeps staring into space or like is doing these crazy projects like she would go in the playroom without telling anyone we have a small office we converted basically it's like a toy closet I mean it's bigger than that but it's like toy storage and she would go in there for like two hours and I'd come in and she would have taken down all the books and put them all back by size and organized things and it turns out it's because she needed an excuse to just listen to msnbc for like two and a half hours i feel like this is this ties into the whole self-improvement january thing (laughs) of get a hearing aid (laughs) and sync it but i do that with my little apple ear pod things right with a a podcast adam gets mad at me yeah Uh, i I did that on the way to disneyland like mm. six months ago, and Adam was furious oh, yeah. that I was in the front seat. That's not allowed. Was Why not, not though? I because stand by you it. You have to entertain the driver. Yeah, that's definitely the rule. They were listening to like a Harry Potter audiobook thing, uh, I and then I was listening yeah. to a murder thing, and it was like the last episode. Yeah. I get really mad when Chris just sits on his it's phone. It's that dirty like John driving. thing. Yeah. yeah, You get mad about that? I, yeah, I, I do. do it. I do it to Dan, but when he does it to me, I'm like, you know, that's very rude. <laughs> I, t- I get, but I like, I, it, there are things that I punish him for that are so silly. Like today, this morning, he is recording all day and I'd been up with Calvin already for like two and a half hours. And he walks downstairs and is like, I think I'm going to like walk to proof this coffee shop and then that get is, the uber from there and i said i said oh that sounds great must be nice 
did you want to hang out with your child for 15 minutes instead? And like, really, way like, that's way really way bad, way really harsh. bad. And he's like, what? Oh, my God. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so jealous. I'm <laughs> just so jealous. <laughs> well, also, it's like, or, yeah, you don't get, you can lock him to proof. Yeah. <laughs> I'll meet right. you there. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I act because my, my life partner, husband, is on location. He's a TV writer, but he's out of town for the episode. He's writing a, the show he writes for Chicago Med on NBC. And I act like he's in Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> like I, You're so jealous that I'm he's in so, Chicago so in jealous. early January. Yeah. And like he gets picked up at 6 a.m. and he gets back at 7 and he gets like a chicken from the Whole Foods in the building that they put them in and he goes to bed. And I'm still like, oh, wow, that sounds nice. You were alone. Like, <laughs> did you go to the bathroom with the door open? And, then, and I'm like, so I, uh, yeah. And he is. Yeah, I I gotta say though, being sometimes the person who's on set for fourteen hours, like it's it's very nice. I it is kind of like a vacation. I'm like you only need to worry about yourself. You just make a plate for yourself. It's yeah. a little different. He's not on camera, obviously, which is better and worse because like he's not being catered to, but he also yeah. doesn't have to do very much. No. Like. You know, he has to pay attention, obviously, and weigh in. And, but it's if not, it's a night shoot, then he really then that's very bad. Not, but other than I that, know, they're not even on location. They're on set the whole time this time too. So it's not even. Oh, like you he won't has to know. Freeze. No. Anyway, I'm very happy. I'm, ha- I'm he I'm is happy basically in Tahiti. He is. Well, you are hosting your in laws, who are very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of why they're they're here because I had to have <clears throat> two hernias repaired that were a result from my. Two pregnancies. Can you explain what a hernia is? Yes, well, I can try. For you pregnant know. listeners who yeah, don't yeah. know. <laughs> okay, close your ears. <laughs> your protective bubble. No, it's very common. The most common from pregnancy is an umbilical hernia in your belly button. When you're pregnant, your abdominal muscles separate. I say diastasis. People say diastasis. Recti is when your abs separate. That happens no matter what. And then they, they close back up, usually not all of the way, but often very close. My mind didn't, and I, and basically your guts, your intestines, or fat push through the thin <laughs> muscular wall that's now really thin because of the separation. So that happened. The umbilical one happened, and then it, time happened, and I was pregnant again, and then I got one in the diastasis, so in my like above my belly button. So did it look like abdominal two- wall? bumps on your stomach yeah did i show you did i no. never show you before you never showed me oh, your sometimes, tummy it's sometimes it's we were best friends <laughs> it's 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 i got to see it yeah, ah. <laughs> yeah it you don't like even live in california <laughs> it looks like a bird beak and a tiny little bump in my belly. <laughs> it was noticeable did you know what it was instantly or did you think it was a tumor no, my physical therapist i was seeing to regain abdominal strength after my first c-section was like oh i think you have a hernia Mm-hmm. And she was right. So I had to mm-hmm. repair. So I'm not, I can lift. They've changed the rules. Like you can lift stuff up, blah, 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 but you can't strain. I, I can't do like a lot of heavy lifting and I have two small children. So my in-laws came to help. They're very helpful. And they, everyone and sleeps they, upstairs and it's hard with the steps. Exactly. And da, 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 I can't da, da. carry them on the stairs. And but the you were like, still in a crib. holidays are coming. Let me get my hernia it's repaired. That's literally what I did because I knew my husband would be off of work and I knew yeah. I wouldn't be working. I was optimistic I'd have a busy um, fall and winter, which turned out to be sort of true. And then I was really busy in early December and then really sick. So it was terrible timing. We got black mold, blah, blah, blah. There were worse problems in the world. But I, we timed it on purpose for this. But let me tell you, your reaction was everyone's reaction. 
Like, why are you doing this five days before Christmas? I would be like, just for the painkillers. Am I allowed to say that anymore? No. Mm. Well, let me tell you, I didn't want to take opioids, not just because there's an epidemic, but also I don't really care for how I feel when I take them. Mm. So I was taking three milligrams of THC and it was great. That's why she did it over the holidays. <laughs> so I could be stoned and read. Through the, just lay in bed. I read all of these, uh, my favorite Montreal detective <clears throat> series in bed. It was great. Okay, we're going to get some of your book recommendations later yeah. in this episode, Bridget. Yeah. Oh, you guys, do you think it's because I got my luggage at 2.30 in the morning? That could about? be one of the nine things. Yeah. What do you think my things are? Claire, will because you play my therapist? It's like really, you had a very intense travel day. Both ways. Yeah. And in between that was New Year's. Flights were canceled. You had two children. You arrive late. You don't have your bags. 14-hour travel days, both days, basically. Yeah. You've been writing this whole time. Yeah. And working. Oh, oh, Eliza had croup and an ear infection. infection. I got to go to the pediatrician twice while we were out of town for that. So she just cried on me for three days straight. And no one's really going to give you any sympathy for it. So you can't even really, uh, mention it on the podcast. Well, (laughs) I know I, I said this, I texted this to you guys, uh, like just, or it's talking about like, you don't, there's, if, if you have one of these days from hell, which we travel so much that it, it happens, um, a lot. Like yeah, too often. You guys are you guys are traveling. How many days a month do you think you are flying with your son? Oh, I, I don't know how many days, but he your is, husband's. He's gold. He's gold medallion. He's a three year old. He's gold medallion. He's gold medallion. They were um, yes, they were very nice to us when we got. When they, there was one of the flight attendants came back. I was like, uh, Mr. Thiele, thank you for your diamond medallion status. And um, Mrs. Thiele, well, they say Thiele, um, <laughs> thank you for your platinum medallion status. And, oh, uh, Mr. Calvin <laughs> with his gold medallion status. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. The funny thing is when anyone tries to give him wings on a flight, yeah. where they're like, look, wings. And Calvin is so like, meh. Yeah, and they're done that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but the like the travel nightmare because you can't really you're you're never gonna get your due. Like nobody's gonna pay you back for those hours that you lost. No, so you just have to sit in this. Like I lost an entire day, and it was so hard. And I got back in the middle of the night, and like and and, they lost my luggage. But yeah, no, you don't get any any of those things back. But everybody, I got to anyone who's not following me on Instagram stories, you should know that when they lost my car seat, I got to pick one out of <laughs> a really disgusting locker. Would um, you choose? You're like, I'd like to try the dining area. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that one. That would have been too heavy. I think it was yeah. like Costco. See, if yeah. you were in New York, you just strap them into the taxi See, and pray for go. the best. And then you pray for the best. <laughs> we had it when I was in New York last with Phoebe, which was a while ago. We, I was having so much trouble installing the car seat. And the driver, we, it's the, the taxi was like, she doesn't need it here. It's not illegal. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but she needs it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, I was alone. It was very stressful. <laughs> so stressful. That is so stressful. Oh, my God. We, it's so stressful. We, we do. I try to, I used to book um, car seat, like cars that had car seats on the way to and from the airport. But then in the city, we don't use them. But now Calvin is such a giant that I can do the booster mm-hmm. seats. And then so that's easier. But I still don't do that in the city. He just kind of straps himself in. But the on the freeways, I 
that that is a little makes me a little nervous. You sound like such a New Yorker. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You are one. Like- <laughs> <laughs> The Californians over here yeah, are like, like no, no. Like, you don't get to go anywhere. Maybe there isn't a back to your booster. I well, that like, just kidding. There, there are, there are. Yeah, no, it's really. That's what my pediatrician said to me, I and I was like, what? Our nanny was like, Phoebe can't be trusted not being in the five point. Like, <laughs> she needs a full on harness in, in, the, yeah. in daddy's car. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I'm sure it's not as, really the right thing. But then you think of the '70s, and we're doing better, right? Yeah, just at least we have car seats, seatbelts. We have seatbelts, guys. Yeah, that is my mother's catchphrase. Um, (laughs) In my sitcom and also in real life, the speaking to the whole like no one pities you thing. I was in line after our flight was canceled and then delayed a bunch um, on our way to Colorado, and I was in like the help waiting line and I had Eliza on my back and like uh I don't know what are those things a baby carrier thing right Mm -hmm. she's really happy if I'm walking and she like holds onto my back and it's really cute but I was waiting in line so she got a little squirmy and she starts she was she wasn't even crying she was just like "Ah, ah." and this woman turns around and she goes your baby is crying (laughs) God. I was like, well, you, you you haven't heard anything yet, lady. But Oh, uh, my God. Guys, this is what I did. I go, oh, my. The, my baby was crying? And she's like, yeah, your baby was crying. And I was like, oh, my baby is crying. I, like, turned it into, like, a Meisner acting exercise <laughs> where I just kept repeating her, like, with a very, like, curious, surprised look. And... And uh, it really, I got her so confused that it really just sort of yeah. like the, it, which leads me to another person who was irritated with me, my dry cleaner. And Claire, this used to be your dry cleaner. Yeah. And I have to get this on my chest. And maybe this is part of why I'm so untethered right now. <laughs> you like to cut ties with them. I have to find a new dry cleaner. And it's because my favorite shirt that I'm actually wearing in a lot of my Atomic Bonds podcast photos Um was at the dry cleaner. Again, my memory is so bad right now. I don't know when I dropped clothes off. I just show up and, like, pick up my stuff, and I get excited about how surprised I am yeah, about, like— I can't yeah. believe you dry clean things regularly. Do you dry clean things regularly? <gasps> no, it was one of my—well, uh, Chris, like, his show suits, like, after he finishes yeah. a tour, everything is disgusting. But I've been <laughs> washing, like, hand-washing and washing his, his shirts to save— the dollars because I realized when you, you know, when like there are certain things where all of a sudden you go, oh, this is a lot of money yeah. to be spending all the time. You so, are hand washing the clothes he wears on tour as a musician. Not all of them. No, like the the jacket and the pants have to go. Okay. But the like, the, the, the shirt. I do all it's so gross. Now. Yeah. I do delicate with like cashmere I, shampoo. Yeah, I do that too. I, yeah. At home. Because also it I actually also cleans them. Yeah. I think you're right. But I like the chemical it. smell that masks my BO <laughs> yeah, and my silk clothes. Until you get hot again. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I yeah. used to dry clean very a lot of things, but I've really moved away from it. I've realized. Yeah. Well, right but now you, I'm splurging. I'm doing Rent the Runway Unlimited. Oh, yeah. Are you enjoying and it? And I'm very much enjoying it. Ever- and then you just <laughs> ship this stuff back and you don't ever have to dry clean. Because... The dry cleaner, people. Okay, I show up. It's like eight items. I don't know what's in there. It's almost like I'm shopping when I pick up my things because I don't remember what I dropped off. But I see a shirt that is a a navy blue silk blouse with a V-neck. My listeners might know it from a photograph that I 
post. It's like a profile photo for Atomic Moms. And I asked the dry cleaner, oh, I think that shirt might also be mine. And he was like incredulous. And I said, can I see the back of it? It's got this V-neck and this little bar across the top. And it was my shirt. And I was like, oh, well, maybe somebody else in the neighborhood has this shirt. Can you check your system to see whose shirt it is? Which very much upset him. Because apparently he doesn't have a system. <laughs> yeah, mind any. He has no Brooklyn idea. System. And I said, okay. He goes, you go home and check. Oh, my God. And see if that's your shirt. If you have your shirt at home, go home and check and see. And I go, okay, I'm happy to do that. And if it if it's not at home, can I come back and, like, can we figure this out? Because maybe it's someone else's shirt, but I think it's mine well, it, the sh- and that shirt didn't have a tag on it or anything? Like, it didn't no. have a... No. And so he said he would ask the other woman who works there. And, but he was mad at me for not remembering if I had dropped it off. So then four days later, I go back. I don't have the shirt at home. I do have the same shirt in a different color because I had liked the shirt so much <laughs> that I had bought it twice. I also have the email receipt. Oh, my gosh. Because I had bought it, like, three years ago from Nordstrom. And then I had this is obnoxious but i had a photo album of me like in the shirt oh my God. <laughs> including our holiday card from last year oh man the shirt was no longer hanging at the front <gasps> which is fine and i said i was so respectful yeah i was like trying to stay calm and cool and i get that people get hostile over the holidays and i'm sure he's got a tough job blah 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 I just said, hey, here's what I've got. Your evidence. Here's my evidence. What can we do? Like, it, it, I said, in six weeks or in a couple months, if this shirt is still here, like, could I claim it then? Because no one, I was like, no one's going to claim this shirt. It's my, it's like so definitely my shirt. And he goes, well, you went home and checked. You weren't even sure. And my thinking was like, wait a minute, but I'm a woman. Like, I have been taught to second guess myself. Well, so he said, go home and check. Right. And yeah. I'm also dutiful. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> Little right. girl. Be like, no. Oh, right. he, I guess he wanted you to be like, no, I know it's my shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, because, and then he starts yelling like a lot. He started yelling. Yeah. And then Adam was next door getting a sandwich and he came over because he heard the yelling. Oh my God. And there was another woman picking up her things and I'm staring at her and I'm like, I'm not going to ha- listen three years ago. I would have flipped out or five years ago. This is like, it makes me very curious, like, what is going on in his life right now that he is I know. flipping out on I you? know. But he got so upset. He was oh. enraged. He ended up shutting down. He pulled down the gate. <laughs> he pulled down the gate, which was terrifying to me because all I heard was these metal slats as we're walking out. And all I kept saying was... I, I was trying to diffuse it like I was talking to a toddler. Yeah. Like, I think it's because of the podcast. I was able to stay, like, calm and collected, even though I was scared. I don't understand what, like, the, the shirt doesn't have a tag. It's not like you were trying to say. No. Well, so he was, was like, so when when can I claim this? Yeah. Or what, what's the next yeah. step? Yeah. And he said that the woman, the other woman who works there didn't know what it was or where, you know, that she had like blown him off about it. So there's another woman who's picking up her dry cleaning, watching me be screamed at. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of staring at her, holding my things, just being like, this is crazy. And she's like, yeah, this is kind of crazy. But she wasn't saying anything, which I also thought was so weird. Yeah. And I get you're in someone else's business. But I just thought it was kind of weird. This doesn't make any logical sense. 
step up as another pro- yeah. I would have said like, well, let's yeah. all, how can we yeah. like, this is so she strange. just stood there frozen <clears throat> and waiting to get her things. So this is where it gets really, uh, so then he's yelling at us. We leave. I am mortified and I still have chills. And we had to go work on our script after this. And it like derailed the day because I, I took it. I just sort of like oh, turned man. into a ball of stress and was very quiet. And Adam ended up like exploding later in the day, you know, cause you just take on yeah. someone's rage yeah. like that. So then fast forward, I think two weeks later, I get a phone call from an unknown number and it's the other woman who works at the dry cleaners. And she says, Ellie or Elizabeth, I have your shirt. <laughs> that was your shirt. I put it out there. I hung it out in front because it was missing the tag, which was my mistake. And I I, I figured whoever shirt it was that they oh, would point out gosh. that it was their shirt. Oh, my gosh. I've got your shirt. It's in the backseat of my car. Oh, so my God. Call me when you want to pick it up, and I'll get it out of my car. <sighs> and you did. Adam was like, you're probably going to get murdered. <laughs> no, <laughs> this I makes me it. really wonder what's going on at that dry cleaner. Like, this woman is yeah. so afraid for you to actually come back. Well, I think I shirt. said, I said, she said it was in her car, I, which makes me think that he was like, get it out of yeah. here. Like, yeah. it caused such a fuss. But yeah. I... That is I said I wouldn't go back in. I said I was scared yeah. to go back in. And then she... Gave me the shirt, and I tried to. I tried to give her forty dollars, like for the holiday. I was just like, "Thank you, for the holidays." <laughs> like, I don't know. Here's your holiday tip. Well, for her, because also, oh, yeah, honestly, like, like oh. I owe her way more than that. Because even though she made me step into this whole situation, I don't have to go to sleep thinking like, "Am I crazy?" Because the problem was after he yelled at me, like when yeah. I went home and I texted Bridget, I was like, "I." I bring out the worst in people. And that's so sad. And I know that's not true at all. But yeah, when you no. get attacked like that, yeah, it makes it you start make thinking sense. like, well, yeah, like what I, do. I must just I, infuriate yeah. human beings. No. That is shocking. My mo- do, this is related. My, my motto for 2019, my one word motto is confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and when I said it to Jessica Coulter, she was like, whoa, you need confidence. I was like, hey, but, but I was supposed to take that as a compliment. But I think what I mean is ego strength also of oh. being like, this isn't about me. Or like I've done of working on that, of not taking it on and not as like and being confident in my own recollections and so on and so forth. I also texted Jess pictures of me and she said something and I was like my crow's feet. And she said, confidence and I wrote back I'm confident I have crows <laughs> it doesn't mean like you know delusions but it's the same thing like you know you can know. you talk a little more about ego strength because I, I'm sure that a lot of listeners are thinking you know the ego is a bad thing so yeah, exactly. as someone who has her master's well, in master's psychology, in psychology yeah I, there are so many people who could talk about it m- more eloquently than I but the idea is that your sense of self is strong enough that it's not shaken by other people's opinions of you or actions. And my, my favorite example is when I was in graduate school, one of my professors said, I need everyone to leave their cell phones in their bags because I don't have the ego strength <laughs> to wonder, like to have you look at your phones and wonder mm-hmm. if you're bored or you're yeah. doing something else on there. But it, I always think about that that as an example because she was not saying like – 
That's wise, yeah. We all want to look at our phones, but I can't handle wondering why you're looking at your phones because I like that you go straight. How I think of it is like the security in one's own self. What a great uh, message right before pilot season kicks off. Oh, yeah. Confidence. Will you explain what pilot season is for listeners that don't live in LA? it's, uh, It's just what all the new television shows are picked up, like in your case, if they buy the script, if they decide oh. to make the script into a pilot. And they bought your script, but they, they decide they're whether or not it. they're going to make it into a pilot. We'll see. And then they hire people to populate those pilots. And it all <laughs> happens. They staff the, the actors. <laughs> they staff the actors. There's a roster. Uh, and it all happens uh, and within, it, it's like a three-month window, but it's really like two weeks. So they put all their offers out, people take their offers or don't, and then they, Yeah. And then they fire a bunch of people. And they fire people. <laughs> they uh, repopulate. Yep. 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 But it is a frenzied period of time. Yeah. Of judgment. Oh, my God. No, it's like I was talking to another actress recently about how if you are this age, which I'm 38 and have been in the business this long, like if you're still kicking, basically, if you're still, you know, working-ish, you have so much less attachment to it, which is so... Yeah, it's such a relief because mm-hmm. it's just, um, yeah, you do your thing and peace out. It's easier for me because I'm doing it from New York, so you don't see as much of the um, the nuttiness. Are you sure person. you don't want to just stay at my house forever? Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun last year. It was. Uh, it was fun to see you guys, but well, it's the childcare, the, the, uh, the school thing, the school thing, the childcare thing, everything we talked about earlier. Yeah. Although I mm-hmm. must share. Last time you guys stayed with us, last year during pilot mm-hmm. season, it was the Oscars. <laughs> Your husband, Chris Thiele, performed at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. You know, world-class musician that he is. Yeah. World's preeminent mandolin player. Genius yeah. MacArthur Grant. Yeah, Chris there he is. Maybe that'll get us into school. Yeah, yeah. oh, well, definitely. Um, MacArthur? Oh, no. <laughs> he came home from the Oscars <laughs> in his tux. And it was late Late into the night when he came yeah. home, but not yeah. that late because I would assume no, he'd go to parties. I made sure he, he was home by midnight. No, I said you have to be home by midnight because yeah. I'm not going with you. He was Cinderella in his tux, home by midnight. So much fun after <laughs> performing at the Oscars. Two hours later, I think around two a.m., <laughs> I hear a lot of commotion, and this Cinderella who had been in his tux performing at the Oscars is in my child's bathtub <clears throat> with his child. <laughs> Who was projectile vomiting all over both of them? It was Calvin has this habit of vomiting in the middle of the night. And when he was a baby, it was fine because it's like milk vomit and it's smelly, but like when you're vomited and you're he has vomited into my mouth. Um and oh. you know, you get over it. But then they start eating food and they're oh, people, and then it's like real person vomit. And he does it in the middle. Of, well, I shouldn't. He's it's happened a few times. Mm-hmm. But usually when we're not at home, which is yeah. even worse, at a hotel That's or true. your best friend's house where he's projectile vomiting. But I what, all over their sheets. What is the thing about I can't get that image out of my head. This man who had just been Oh yeah. At like the height. It was the greatest of like the, accolades. Like the just, greatest parenting. Come down. Like yes. It's like you <laughs> you thought you were something, but you were also a parent. Like there's yeah. nothing that humbles you faster than being a parent. It's and true. it was they just don't care. Good or bad. Uh uh-uh. uh. That is so, it makes me so happy. I mean, I'm really yeah. sorry that that whole experience happened. But I'm, I'm just sorry that then your entire back. house got 
There was a lot of vomit happening. Yeah. I got it. (laughs) I sent Ellie a care package of Clorox wipes. She sent me. Wait, Clorox wipes don't kill norovirus, though. Great. We should do a whole episode of norovirus. Oh, my God. Because, by the way, neither Purell doesn't work with norovirus. Only actual Clorox bleach and then Clorox makes a hand sanitizer that does. But you have to order online and it comes in these big, huge containers. Not like I have any experience. (laughs) We got it again this year. It's It's so so insane. But I will never forget the tuxedo and then the bathtub. I mean, that was, yeah, the greatest come down. That was so brilliant. Uh, so you should just move in with yes, us permanently. I, I, I pretend so like little. you don't live in New York. I'm like, they'll be back out here. I think I see you about as often as I see my LA friends since it's, everyone's well, so yes, busy with so, their well, kids. It's hard to get around here. It's a lot of it's it really is, hard. It yeah, it's super hard. To Why get don't you here. guys move to Brooklyn? I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I got to visit my yeah. little nephew Arlo mm-hmm. and my stepbrother Andrew and his amazing wife Melinda. It's pretty great. That's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, it's very nice there. I mean, I like having a yard, even if there are fleas in it half the time. We have a small yard. It's mostly Oh, yeah, you guys do have. But, yeah. It's it's a concrete yard. But do you have fleas? No, no, no. No No. fleas. No. Bridget reminded me when she came over. Because you were staring wistfully into the yard. (laughs) We were having a lot of play set drama at our house. We're trying to get a swing set in so that my child has something to do other than screen time, which we talked about at the beginning of the episode. And it turns out it costs a lot of money if you want to put down the appropriate safety features. Like they want to excavate eight inches of dirt and put in wood chips and okay but not to not nobody to, else does this in the rest yeah, of america not to I get condone it. bad safe not to condone endangering our children yeah However, i mean we're not putting our kids in taxis he's mostly on the subway <laughs> where there's also a lot of vomit but he's <laughs> you feel so at home yeah. um i think you could probably I think there's probably a middle ground where there's like I a agree. safe option yeah. with like a, a border so they're not going to hit themselves. Yes. You don't need to have like, I agree. you know, a liability I waiver. Well, I, in my, you know, just exhaustion from the holidays, decided I would just call UPS up and see how much it would cost to return this <laughs> playset that I bought in Georgia. And uh, it was $4,000. <laughs> So there might be a yard sale. Which is more than it costs. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Believe me. Although it was still, you know, it was like a $900. There was a lot of features on it. But I know they're expensive. Also, like, I really like how you think you're going to be able to return it once you've already shown it to Sabrina. Like, if Calvin knew, oh, there's a box and there's a place that coming and then it was returned, I don't think he would stop talking about it until college. Like, it, I, there'd be no way. I think I would just keep saying, like, oh, we're going to have to wait for someone to put it together. Yeah. I'll just have empty boxes in the driveway <laughs> and pretend <laughs> like they're so full. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. So because we're not going to do the play set, well, I guess we might. We'll figure it out. Yeah. If we don't, then I need some screen time suggestions. And uh, we all partook in a lot of screen timing over the break. It's happening yeah. right now. Yeah, it's happening right now. I know right it's happening now. right now. Sabrina and Calvin are both watching different, different tablets. My, my children are at home watching television. See? My mother-in-law's <laughs> listening to television. <laughs> <laughs> my father-in-law's reading Twitter out loud. There, we have got to... This is why we have to talk about this. Because, yes, I have had episodes about, you know, the art of screen time. And, you know, obviously we 
don't want our children to be watching a ton of it. Yeah. But it is a part of our personal realities, well, yeah. <laughs> especially when they're on winter break. Uh, and I'm curious, what are your children's top shows? Claire, I know you have a lot of strong opinions. Yes, well, his top shows are not the same as my top shows. But um, <laughs> uh, we we started off like you could only watch classic Sesame Street. So I'm talking about like the ones that we all watched from the 80s. And You're so Brooklyn. We really tried. <laughs> and and he was like, he was into it. And then we were really reliving our youth. And it was beautiful. And we watched together. And then that lasted for like a week. Um, and then I found Mr. Rogers, old Mr. Rogers yeah. episodes are on Amazon Prime. So Calvin knows that if he watches Mr. Rogers, he can watch more episodes, yeah. which he will sometimes, he'll sometimes mm. go in for that. Mm-hmm. And he, and he watches his screen time. If he wakes up too early, I let him watch while I'm still sleeping. So now he wakes up no matter if I'm awake or not <laughs> okay. and says, can I watch TV while you're sleeping? Can I just watch a show while you're sleeping? Like I'm not, I'm up. I'm up making <laughs> breakfast, yeah. so no. Like, I'm fully dressed. Yeah, but he really he really likes um, PJ Masks and Paw Patrol and uh, the show Pocoyo that I was really dark on. But now, Pocoyo, it's narrated by Stephen Fry, mm. and it's simple, but it's it's okay. I think, like, Pocoyo passed the test. The one I love is Sarah and Duck, and he was into it for Very a while. Now, yeah. He'll go back. She has pet. She has best friends who are shallots. Well, her best friend is the duck, but she has friends who are like shallots, the onions. Yeah. There's a talking, there's talking uh, cake batter. I mean, it's very fanciful. And they're British. And, they're British. Um, and then Tumble Leaf, I love. Yeah, we watch. Oh, but man. he's like. Tumble <laughs> <laughs> Leaf's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, and I don't know why he doesn't get into it as much as, as PJ Masks, but he really enjoys things where you have to save the day. Yeah, PJ Masks is much so, more kinetic. That's, and that's, I think, I don't like the shows where kids talk in millennial English. I like uh, the shows where kids are speaking English. Right. Like proper, mm-hmm. I prefer the shows where kids are speaking French because he's in French school and that would at least make me feel better. My sister's but, kids live in Montreal, and but they're Anglophone, they just moved there and they are now allowed to watch more TV, but only in French. Yeah. So they watch Octonauts en français. Oh, um, that would be great in French. Yeah, and then like like as a really special treat, they'll get an episode. Of the <laughs> they watch <laughs> everything. They watch everything in, in French. French. You, the, every like if you switch, right. how do you say Creature uh, Report in French? <laughs> I don't know Creature Report. report. Oh, I don't creature know Creature Report. <laughs> oh, Octonauts. We we felt very virtuous. We've been watching so much Octonauts. Like, He's not watched so any Octonauts yet. He'll, he'll watch it later. What about rescue with... rescue bots? He likes Chris will even approve rescue bots. bots because also those episodes are from the nineties. So he kind of he, Chris thinks that like there's a better story. Yes. <laughs> it's like there's a good story. They're like they you all kind of talk to each other. Regarding children's programming, we, we really our friends were like, oh man, our kids are so sick of educational TV, like like the Octonauts. And Dan and I felt so virtuous. We're yes. like, oh, if that's educational, educational TV, <laughs> yeah. like that's some of our it's like, in the TV. ocean. Yeah, well, they're real creatures. It also took me a long time. Are to they? Guess. What's the white mouse <laughs> the, thing? No, no, not them. The barracudas, oh, like okay. the, the special guests, <laughs> okay. not the like not the <laughs> half cat, half octopus, Ellie. <laughs> 
Dashi and Professor. See, you were trying to make me question my ego. No, I'm <laughs> um, no I um, no. The, the, the mouse is already Dashi. I'm like, it's, there's a character called Dashi. This yeah, is great. And okay. she's like, she's a do- do- doctor scientist. I don't know, but it's um, but they they're real animals. But Phoebe like takes away funny things from them. A friend whose child is also really into it quizzes to try to make it more. She'll be like, "What did you learn from that creature report?" And the child is like, bear who is a shiny, shiny thing. She's like, excuse me? Trying to make it a teaching moment. Phoebe discovered Brainchild. My daughter's ah. almost five. It's on Netflix. It's cool. It's for older kids, for sure. Because they'll have, like, word searches. But it's kind of, I keep describing it as invisibilia for children. Because it's, like, um, unseen forces. The episode's about, like, magnetism and... Then there's a whole episode about germs, and it's really... Oh, oh this sounds good. Yeah, it it's really good. good. It's a little sassy for young mm. children. Mm-hmm. And okay. sometimes the host who's like a teen will be like, call my agent. I'm not licking that. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's bummer. just what That's we need our children bummer. to say. But she doesn't care. Those are our two big ones okay. right now. All right. Sabrina's super into Newsies, the Broadway musical. Oh, yeah. That's oh. streaming on Netflix, thanks to Elizabeth Abbott's recommendation. Oh, um, although in that musical... They spit to do their handshakes. Oh, so now mm, Sabrina's always trying to do a spit <laughs> yeah, handshake. Right I was like, you need to wash your hair. She was like, it's a deal. Spit. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not shaking your hand. She's like, yes, you are. And I was like, no, oh, I'm not. Right. And she's like, yes, you are. And I was like, oh, fine. I mean, I'm going to wash it anyway when I wash your hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's super into that. Adam was showing her home alone. Oh. Speaking of the 90s. Yeah. Which is <laughs> too scary. She well, loves scary movies. Because Calvin cannot handle anything that's scary. Anything no. that's I mean, even, she like, has nightmares that we all complain well, about having to wake up my, for. My this is all happening. My two-year-old finds things, like, I mean, we'll forget it, but he's, his new thing is, I'm scared, I'm scared. <laughs> like, also, even Dinosaur Train, which he loves, and we all love, actually, will be too scary. Well, and now that I'm thinking about it, I wasn't there when they watched Home Alone. Oh, yeah, he said it was a great experience. <laughs> I'm like, I don't watch Dinosaur Train, but I have something to say about Home Alone. Um, the... Policeman at the beginning is the bad guy. So, like, now I'm teaching her, like, so many bad messages. This isn't me. This is all Adam's fault. (laughs) But they were, Sabrina and Calvin were setting traps the other night. They, they like, played and made themselves giddy. And it was so cute laying out for the paper as traps because Sabrina had watched. Uh, She's also obsessed with Dancing with the Stars Jr. They just had their first season. It's available on Hulu. And she has watched each episode about 12 times. We're going to do that. It's on Hulu? Yes. And she is obsessed. And now she knows all these crazy dance moves because she keeps watching it. That's right. That is a really awesome one. And then another terrible thing I have to admit. Oh, man. And I feel bad now admitting with the Home Alone thing, even though that wasn't my fault. When I was in New York, it was right before Thanksgiving, and I went to see Mike Birbiglia's play. And we were going to do our, so, you know, because I got to interview him for the podcast. Everyone listened to that episode. Um, my mom watched Sabrina and in our hotel. And I came home and Sabrina was laughing about her new favorite movie that she had watched in her grandmother's hotel room, where a lot of women in wedding dresses pee and poop themselves. Oh, no. You know what? Bridesmaids is an important film. (laughs) Coffee is a a great guy. Yesterday. 
Yeah. Yesterday. Did your, I want to know if your mom thought, oh, this will probably be good for her. Or if your mom just wanted to watch it. And because I've done that before. I think it's, it's like, even like the next level, which is it was on. on. Yeah. She just was like, she's entertained. I kind of want to half watch it while I work on a legal brief or whatever my mother does at 11 o'clock at night. I come home. It's like midnight. Oh she's God. still like awake in the hotel watch, room and she's just watched oh, wow. Bridesmaids. And because she has... Unlike her mother, who can't remember what she dropped off at the dry cleaners or even, like, what the topic of our segment is, um, my daughter has, a, like, a really frightening memory. And so yesterday in the backseat of the car, she quotes the movie and starts saying, like, I'm peeing lava or there's lava. It's like lava coming out of me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So <clears throat> now that she's seen Bridesmaids, I mean, honestly— <laughs> Yeah, it's a great holiday screen time. (laughs) (laughs) So brutal. That, uh, and also like baking shows. She really likes Nailed It it. on Netflix. Oh, I have to, I I have to, I have a tip. The Great British Baking yes. Show is great for getting your kid to sleep. Yeah, I like, was going to say, Calvin Phoebe, will fall asleep. The accent on that. is very mellow. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love that they shoot like it, it in like a big tent. Yeah, in the tent. Yeah. Like on, in the, I, that's a good idea. I, li- mm-hmm. I watch it. I watch like 20 minutes mm-hmm. of it before bed every night. And uh, Calvin knows. Like, But now he's caught on where I'll say, like, we'll watch Baking Show. No! So, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's a really good one. Yeah, um, it's, I love that one. We, yeah, Sugar Rush, check, that's on Netflix. Okay, I will. Uh, besides screen time, I'm curious what advice you have for other busy moms. And this is a question that I'm stealing from Stephanie and Lauren over at the parenting site, The Bump, because I just did an interview with them. And that was their last question for me. Like, what advice do you have for other busy moms? And I thought that was a really good question. And y'all are super busy. What? You are. I'm tired. <laughs> you're nodding off. Like I am. We haven't even talked but about your for, she shed you're building. But for, for busy moms, like, wait, shoppist, not a she shed? No, I don't want to call it a she shed. I don't want to gender it. It's a shoppist. It's a shed office. Oh. It's my shoppist. <laughs> I don't know if I support that. You can tell it's a shoppist. She shed, but, it's my but you're going to paint um, it pink, right? Yeah, no, like nice yellow with not too much green. The gender neutral shed. <laughs> like I said, the gender reveal. It's, it's yellow. <laughs> okay, Claire. But what is what busy advice moms. for what? Your, what advice, advice do you have for what? busy moms? Advice to not. Well, now your you're mind. ripping apart this question from the bottom. No, I want to know is it advice <laughs> okay. for what to do with your child or advice? Yeah. What advice do you have for other busy moms who are juggling careers? Where it's not like a normal nine to five. Because mm-hmm. a lot of moms these days like are entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. there's a lot of like stopping and starting up again. Yeah, we were so, yeah, talking about this a lot. How do you Because all moms are this? very busy. Calvin's in preschool, so it's a lot easier. So he, he goes to school from nine to three. And so those hours, like that is when I get everything done. And not nine to four. I'm so sorry. Nine to four. <laughs> it's like it feels like it's nine to ten. Um, but I like make use of... I, I try to schedule everything that I can possibly schedule between nine to four. And then social activities are obviously not happening. But um, I know that I'm a morning person. So by the time he goes to sleep, I'm pretty much out. out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I either, like, I will save 
emails and stuff. Like if I pick him up and can take him to the playground and like do emails and stuff while he's Mm -hmm. at the park. But we, um, I have no advice. I'm like working through it and I'm trying to like, I like, we don't do many play dates because for me, like that, I would rather, I, I like having one of Calvin's friends over because then they're playing and I'm supervising, but I can still get things you done. don't like play dates with a mom like me who's like oh like no, i want to socialize like, well because it's <laughs> not that it takes up so many i know so much time you'd like, rather watch someone else's kid than have the mom over there too and have to talk to her yes because then calvin because calvin then he has a playmate like then i'm not on the ground playing rescue bots which i'm not really good at that anyway like, yeah, I, I hear you. He comes okay, out like, Bridget. play with me, play with me. Like, what, what, that was not advice. I didn't say anything. No, you had no it. Advice. No, but we had an explosive no. emotional response over beside you, Bridget. No, we, no, no. Would you rather dates? watch someone else's no. kid well, than have the mom over? Would you rather have the mom? Oh, what's your deal? I would rather go to drinks with the mom. I agree. Yeah. And have someone watch our children. Yeah. And then have someone like, like, they can just play at school. But like that, those four, if I'm not at the office and I'm still trying to get, because, you know, I'm in, right. I'm on the East Coast, so everything starts happening like right around those hours. Yeah. Oh, for out here, yeah. Somebody I know had a play date with, her child had a play date with another child and she didn't really know the parents. And the mom came over and brought a book and sat down <laughs> and opened her book. Wow. Well, the children played. It's just like, oh, okay, I guess we're not going to talk. <laughs> like wow. she didn't know the other parent. So it wasn't yeah. that they had yeah. anything to build on, but, but she, she felt like it was a really, really bold move. That is very bold. Maybe it was the book she wrote and she just wanted <laughs> her to ask me. about her. No. But I, no, Adam, what Adam was talking to you about the other day about like more hours. Oh, yeah. We got it. That's what's a fun. We, there's been a quite a turn of events. All my husband needed was two weeks of vacation with the kids while trying to work. And suddenly he oh, yeah. his New Year's resolution is my, more child care. I mean, I my, my advice is to, um, if you're partnered and it's a possibility, to be really explicit about what you would, what you both need to have happen, like in the family mm-hmm. and, and individually. Um, and then also... To have like an actual, I know you did the bullet journal episode without me, with Becca, but um, I have. It was like, a very popular episode. Yeah. You really missed out. I know. I so like, many people listened to that. I've had a bullet journal since 2017 um, <laughs> that I keep very messily, but to have an actual, like I now Sunday nights do an actual paper schedule Mm -hmm. and then I type it all into my phone and computer Mm -hmm. and it's made a huge difference. I still screw things up all the time, but it's made a huge difference. You do you schedule it by the hour or do you just say what you need to get done Mm -hmm. in the writer Carol bullet journaling way? I do so I just do like appointment times, but Mm -hmm. I don't fill in the whole day. So like if I only have some if I have something at ten and I have something at one forty five, I don't Mm -hmm. then also write like eleven, twelve. I don't grid it out like that. And then and then there's also a panel where I do like my daily mm-hmm. to-dos and I don't do the carryover. I'm not like, I'm not, um, orthodox. Right. <laughs> oh, I just thought of actual advice. You can delete my other advice, which wasn't no. advice is that I schedule all of my appointments on the same day. You so like, so I am, that's like a block scheduling. Advice. Yeah. Who I, did? Uh, somebody online oh. was like, yeah. I do all of my doctor's appointments, yeah, right. like my yearly, my physical, my OB, everything's the same. That's day. a yeah. terrible day, but it's better than yeah. knocking well, out a just month. Like, it's just like, because I can't, the back, yes, the back and forth <laughs> and the, and, and you're, then you're dealing with little increments of, mm-hmm. of 
time to Honestly, get. Honestly, so. it's such good advice. It's great advice, especially, especially in LA, and where all your doctors are on the other side of town. Yeah, mm. and it takes, and then especially if you're a creative type, it's very difficult to get mm. back in the swing of things after you've and gone any to the sort of errands that are out of the house errands, all of the out of the house errands on the same day, and then the other. But I yeah. need to look forward to those sometimes. Like today. <laughs> I'm returning things to Target. Because <laughs> I haven't gone to the OBGYN since my, like, six-week checkup after Eliza was born. You, you have to you go. You need to go. Yeah. I know. I You're really need to, to go. go. I'll just stare at you. I know. I need to, to go. Right have I also haven't gotten my teeth checked. Office. I've been to the new office. I was surprised. Since I, I had the you. baby. Um. Yeah, you should do your teeth, too. I need to do my yeah. teeth. Yeah. You do that. I need to go to the dermatologist. As I mentioned at the beginning, I haven't gone to the dermatologist in, like, six years. I need to get some moles checked. I need to get some... Uh, things injected to my face. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You just need to explore what new technologies exist. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm trying that new face thing. Yeah, I, I swear by my new face. I use my zip. I'm back on my zip. I love so can you guys voice. explain it? It's uh, electrocurrent. It's my, microcurrent. Microcurrent. Electrocurrent. Wow. It feels like electrocution um, if you don't put the right gel on. But yeah. I had, I used to go in Portland and see a facialist regularly. Because you, you were on a television I'm, well, show. Well, I'm committed to, to growing old gracefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I, yeah, I, I, uh, I would go and, and she had the LED lights, which were also good, but then this, this microcurrent machine and um my uh, areas of concern are my 11s <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and then uh my like yeah crow's feet and and left lines and i always felt like after i went everything just looked a little yeah. more full to, like plump you up and yeah help with and she so she then has now started her own all-natural line of products which are also amazing She's the one who recommended the new face to me. And it's like, it's definitely an investment. It's very, it's expensive for it's expensive. sure. There are, I but, think I got um, mine through like a Black Friday deal or something. You go, can definitely find You can find deals. Online. And if you go to Derm Store, if you haven't done anything from Derm Store got before, you get 20% store. off. So yeah. If you wanted yeah. to spend even more money, which is called the Z-I-I-P. But I did a really good deal with that because I got it on sale from Barney's and then I used eBay's. When they were, I mean, it's a big promotion, but it's the same thing. And it's too, it's directional and then the non-directional current and you're like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's really working for me, but it definitely helps with the drainage, (laughs) the sinus drainage as a mother. Like um, the the, the rose quartz, whatever. So I put my, my face oil with it. Like I think it's more. But that massage. moisture. It's real. I went to Olympic Spa here in Los Angeles's Koreatown and got a scrub and a treatment that was just like a face mask massage. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a real facial. And I looked great for like eight hours. Yeah. It was the vigorous massage. It wasn't. Yeah. It was because of like drainage. And I was like, oh, drainage, I man. 28. It's all about the drainage in 2019. This thing that I was just working on in Montreal, the makeup artist would have this squash ball and it was based on this woman's, this fascia release and it's mm-hmm. Sue Hitzman, maybe or Sue. It's, I'm saying the wrong name. It's something like that. But she would put the ball into my lower, like what is this occipital lobe yeah. area, and press on it. And then all this, like she she described it as it's like you're wringing out a sponge. And I would because I'd be there at you know five in the morning after four hours sleep, and it would it definitely worked yeah. at least for a little that while. Is yeah. Crazy. 
My father always has a new workout like trick. And so, you know, I got him a vibrating roller um, Mm -hmm. years ago. And then he gave us all these little ones called the Vibe for Christmas. Dad. (laughs) Yeah. And he wouldn't shut up about it. And (laughs) well, that's the way I think Sabrina talking about the vibrators oh geez. grandpa's vibrator and yeah. i was like oh my god <laughs> grandpa gave mommy and daddy it. that vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, our bedroom was down below the living room and so you could just hear the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there was like a hot air like there was a water cooling system or next to our bedroom so you could hear this like ah <sighs> <laughs> like all, so, like, half of it was, like, hearing the vibrating above, and then oh, this, ah, which my dad is very loud when he stretches and does his, yeah. whenever he does it, he's, like, this huge, he's a six-foot-four man who really likes to, he'll, like, stretch anywhere, like, and he'll be like, ah. He likes to be seen. <laughs> he likes to be seen. So I, uh, it took days for us to realize that he, that wasn't him groaning, that it was, <laughs> that was just the <laughs> cooling system or whatever. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So, speaking of vibrators, Bridget. Yes. We're always recommending books on Atomic Moms. I'd like to do something a little different today. You have a different selection of books that you can recommend now that our children are back in school <laughs> and we have a few <laughs> hours time. to ourselves. <laughs> You're on location. What can keep us no. warm and under the covers? So I I, these are like, so you might call them romance novels. It turns out romance novels are code for smut in most cases. Like, I've come to this very late, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> like, people people have known this the whole time. Like, I read Fifty Shades of Grey and was like, well, I mean, some of it was titillating, but it was very stupid. And, oh, sorry. And also, <laughs> my mom then read the whole trilogy after being like, this is so stupid. And then bought my now 97-year-old grandmother the extra large print, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my and my God. grandmother's like, I read all of them, but it was ridiculous. They have sex in the shower. They have sex in the bedroom. They have sex on the... T-. I was like, yeah, I mean, I only read the first one, guys, so you shouldn't hate it that much. Um, but... So that was, like, the only sort of erotica I had read beyond, like, the best sex writing of 2009, which I, like, I would occasionally pick up essay collections just, like, because I'm interested in in it, I guess. But, um... (laughs) We <laughs> were like at the sex. airport, or no, oh, you're, no, those, like yeah. bookstores back in the old. You're interested days. in like literary, <laughs> yeah, I'd like browse, like stuff, and all, yeah. you know. I'm right, at, no, I know. I think I've seen that book, but it's yeah. just an interesting, yeah. I, you know, when I yeah would buy books just for fun, but so this, so long story short, I actually I, the recommendation that I'll give is. A friend had a, had a memoir come out last year, and it was blurbed in People next to... So my friend Kate Spencer had a book come out called The Dead Mother Dead Moms Club. And next to that book in People magazine was this book called Room, Roomies by Christina Lauren. And it turns out those are two different women who are a writing team who write together, and they're real people, because I feel like a lot of these are not real yeah. people. But, um, they're these real women <laughs> named Christina something and Lauren something, and they write a ton of these books. But... I think if you're interested in exploring the genre, it's a great place to start because the books are pretty good because you read a lot of terrible stuff if you're me (laughs) and you read all of these. Um, But this is interesting. And she, they write, um, they're often feminist. They're funny. 
and they're pretty good. And there's like explicit sex, which is, I mean, there's, there's smutty books. Like That's the point of, yeah, the, they're yeah. like rom-coms with sex scenes where like people's nipples are pebbling and they have throbbing centers. I don't know what pebbling means. That's the only problem is like, these are not real words. Often. <laughs> 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 but, like It means your nipples get hard. It's also interesting because oh. you see the style. Like some people are like, my nipples got hard. And then other people. Uh, Would you nipples. ever be interested in dabbling? In writing it? Uh-huh. Me and everybody else. It's like everybody who's ever read one of these. I mean, please go confidently in the direction of your dreams. If you're listening to this and thinking about writing Kindle Unlimited Erotica. I think it's a pretty, pretty saturated market. Again, no pun intended. But I saturated. So I got awesome. it. <laughs> kind of, um, it's a pretty damp yeah I've thought about it I actually I did I did take a crack at it a few years ago when I was like could I do this when I first started reading this like two or three years ago but did it ev- did it no it did help your sex it. life yeah well that's the thing so I I'll send you a link to post my friend Kristen Slaysman was like oh yeah she had read this essay by I think a sex therapist about keeping your pilot light lit and how this idea of like being turned on by things like this sort of makes you more open to being turned on in general and having sex and then I read something that like the Harlequin you know imprint did (laughs) their own study but women who regularly read romance novels report having more sex often with their partners and (laughs) not not like they're not like out there getting it on no just like there's a few really sad stories about (laughs) how families fell apart moved to prague it's so absurd like again i read this genre so i say this with love but like there's a whole genre I, i didn't realize also like with anything like there's a whole genre of friends to lovers and enemies to lovers. And then they're like, um, you know, like, the, of course, you get into like, there's 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 a foot for every sock, so to speak. Like, there's people with like step siblings, but they don't grow up together because that's too taboo. It's like they got divorced. It's like clueless. Yes. It's like clueless or the parents so, get married while they're adults. And then there's this. That's like my brother, genre. my stepbrothers and my stepbrother in Brooklyn. Nothing ever happened between us, but. But I just, made the mistake of mentioning Clueless in my rehearsal dinner speech, oh, and I think I people thought it was a little odd. Like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe I'll send you some recommendations, Alex. Not um, the step. So, yeah, so there's, like, also tons of royalty stuff. Ooh, some I real, like and then there's a disclaimer being like, there is a Prince of Sweden. This is not about <laughs> Are we allowed to... S- <laughs> Like, this is a made-up friend. Uh, Okay, close friends. It doesn't mean you're not also best friends. It's a wider umbrella, close friends. Really? You're right. It is close friends. You're both my best friends. Okay. If you say someone's their close friend, does that really mean you're also... Like maybe it's a group of people and someone's not a best friend. Then you, you say they're all I think a close it's, friend. It's, I, yeah, I think I I have lots of I don't have lots of best friends, but because like best means one, but that doesn't exist when you're an adult, really. Well, that's, I yeah, that's I tried to say to Ellie. I yeah. was like, I just didn't know we were doing that. Well, this is all goes back to that attachment. <laughs> if we're doing it, then fine. <laughs> the I, just, I remember when Cal when Cal effect. really wants something, he'll say, "Mommy, I just love you." You're my best friend. And he's like three and a half, but it's it's he's because he's trying to get another cookie. That's so well, yeah, he's a user. <laughs> Sabrina wants to marry her father. 
Yeah, yeah, that's classic. Big time wants to marry him. Yeah. Showed me a picture. Jim, she's a Pinterest. Was a picture, she drew a picture of them getting married, and then I was off to the side. Sure. Was nice you were invited. But I was invited, which I really was yeah. touched by, and also my eyelashes were incredible. Uh, but yeah, they were the ones getting married, and then she keeps asking if she can have a princess kiss. Which is code for open no. mouth kiss. Oh no! Yeah. no, no my no. yeah, my on inst- my five year old, almost five year old, saw somebody kissing her boyfriend on Instagram. Someone we know, and then was like, "Why don't we kiss like that?" And I was like, "Oh, because that's just for romantic partners." She was like, "She accepted it for now." Um, we should go back in because. Yeah. God yeah. knows Who what these knows children what are doing. We now. left. There's a box of donuts on the kitchen table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the children didn't. All right, my friends. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody. We want to know what were your favorite kid shows to get you through the holidays? You'll find this episode's announcement on Instagram or on Facebook. So comment there. We want to know. And don't forget to subscribe. Until next week, trust in your goodness and live out your greatness. Rock on, Atomic Moms. Thank you.